Hey, hey, fabulous. Welcome to She Commands the Stage podcast. My name is Chila and I am your host. And I'm so excited to be here with you along with the absolutely fearless and fabulous Rashonda Pratt. Rashonda, welcome. I'm so glad to be here. Like she commands the stage. I have arrived. I love this. Mm. (laughs) (laughs) I always love chatting with you because your energy is just contagious. And I have to say that I just love your honesty, like tell it like it is, but in a very graceful way, it's very refreshing. So I've been really looking forward to chatting with you. And especially that I think we're tackling a topic that needs to be talked about. I think that especially for business owners and for women who have a message to share, I think it's so important for us to understand both sides of the coin. And we're talking about growing your visibility and how, you know, you have to be aware of both sides. So if you're okay, we're going to dive right in. Is that good? I'm I'm looking forward to it. Let's do it. Awesome. So first question is, Tell me why visibility and being intentional about growing your visibility is so important for someone who has a business, perhaps a message that they want to share. Sure. I'll I'll say it like this. A couple of years ago, a friend of mine said something during a live interview, and I've taken it as my own. And she said, those that have the eyeballs have the wallet. And all of us are in business because we want to have impact, we want to have influence, and ultimately that leads to income. And so if you really want your business to grow, you want to grow your brand, you want to grow your impact and your influence, it really involves you understanding that you have to be seen and you have to be heard. That's why visibility is power, but we have to understand how to use that power So that way we can make the impact, influence, and the income we desire. I love that. I love that. And I think it's an unfair thing. You know, if you look at it, it's like sometimes it's not the product that's the best or the most excellent, but the one that is most seen. But the thing is, you know, that unless we actually take the time to talk about what we do, nobody's just going to find us, especially in such a saturated world, right? Right. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, that's the thing that you have to really lean into. It's one of those things, which is the topic of our discussion today. It's like a blessing and a curse. I need to show up, but at the same time, I'm showing up in a space where there may be already people in that space doing what I'm doing, or I'm showing up in a space and I'm having to deal with imposter syndrome and all these thoughts of, do people even want to hear what I have to say? Mm-hmm. And yeah, I think I think it's easy to, you know, you look around and maybe somebody's really successful mm-hmm. in your area and like, why should I even bother? I know I struggled with that. Right. So I would love to know, do you what do you feel like people struggle with the most when it comes to visibility? Is it like putting themselves out there? Is it knowing how to go about it? Is it all the things like where do you feel like? Let's talk women, right? Because obviously the the podcast is She Commands the Stage. Um, Where do you feel like women struggle the most with putting themselves out there? I think that's where the, the beginning of this all starts, where for many years I was a hidden figure. I wasn't showing up to the stage of my own life and especially not in business. So mm-hmm. for women, I think we're so used to playing the background. We're so used to playing supporting cast to others and all mm-hmm. those things. There's nothing dishonorable about those things. Mm-hmm. But what happens in the process 
for a lot of the clients that I work with is they lose themselves, they lose their voice, and they are all things to everybody else. And they've said yes to everybody else showing up, but they never said yes to themselves. So it's really understanding that they are valuable. They have something to say. They have something to add to the conversation. People want to hear it. People want to do life and business with them. And it's really taking the stage of their life and deciding that I'm no longer going to be the understudy to this Mm. play of my own life. I'm going to show up as the main character. That is so powerful. I know for the first 30 years of my life, that's where I was. And for me, it was also the fact that I grew up in an abusive home where I was told by my own parents that I didn't have value. But I think that we each have this internal dialogue, this storyline going through our heads, you know, that if, if I'm going to go out and pursue this, I'm selfish, right? Because suddenly it's like, you know, I want my voice to be heard. And, and I think that that's probably one of the first thing um, that gets women tripped up. Yeah. You know, all of us have a mess, but I think the beautiful thing about it that I have learned is that your mess can become your message. Your pain can become your purpose. And yeah. I think all of us, when we sit back and think about it, there have been things, whether it's, um, I remember when I was working with one client and she was told in elementary school that she talks too much and something that seems a very innocent comment really muzzled her for a large majority of her life. Uh, Mm. You sharing your story. um, And there's so many women who have stories about that, either it's childhood trauma or there's been abuse or there's Mm -hmm. been really adverse situations, a divorce, being single. All of these things can add to us being silent. And I want women Mm -hmm. to understand who are watching this to understand that you no longer have the right to remain silent. Silence is not golden when it comes to your life. You have to command the stage of your own life. Absolutely. Oh, my goodness. Prashanda is getting fired up. I love it. (laughs) I always love watching your live videos because you get fired up and you're just bringing the word. (laughs) I love it. Yeah, it's so true, you know, because I had the same thing told uh, when I was a kid, you know, that I was too bubbly. And somebody asked me, why do you always need to be the center of attention? And so I, ta- I, from that moment on, subconsciously, I told myself, I need to pull myself back because, you know, I'm going to take the spotlight from other people and that's selfish again. And so, wow. you know, I held myself back so long, you know, um, not really having the courage to share the, the message that God put on my heart, you know, so Let's let's shift a little bit. Okay, let's talk about a specific woman and she has this inkling in her heart and maybe she's a, in a place where she knows she has a message to share. How does she make that leap? Like, let's take specifically social media. I'm going to start sure. showing up and I'm going to start sharing my message. What would you tell that person? What should be the first step that she focuses on? Number one, being very clear on what your message is and who it's for and who it's for and who it's not for. I think so many times in the space, and now I'm getting ideas of a video I need to do. That's why I love <laughs> interviews like this. I get content ideas. But I think so many times, right, um, we see people always telling us, niche down, focus on your niche. But they never talk about focus on who you're not for. Mm. So that's being very clear of, I'm not for you. And here's why you want to focus a little bit on who you're not for. Because what I have learned and been reminded of most recently there's going to be people who are going to post some negative comments about what you're doing. I'm just going to go ahead and tell you. 
I'm going to go tell you up front. That does not mean (laughs) that I'm not going to show up because there's going to be negativity. No, it's Mm -hmm. par for the course. But you have to understand that when people post those comments that are negative, that are talking about they don't like your hair, they don't like your face, you're being too much. I get that Mm -hmm. a lot. You're just being too much. Well, I've always been too much and I don't know how to shrink that down. When you, you don't, you don't those, need to, <laughs> and I don't need to, when you get all of those comments, you have to realize these are not my people. They are not for me. I am not speaking to them. So it's either delete block or move on. Mm-hmm. So it's understanding first and foremost, who your message is for and who it's not for. And then it's understanding next, where do I need to take this message? Where do I need to go and dominate? What does that space look like? Is it podcasting? Is it pitching my local media? Is it live video? Where do I need to go to take this message to go dominate? And then the next thing, determine what consistency looks like. Every one of us have the free will and the power to determine what consistency looks like for us. Mm -hmm. My level of consistency may not be yours. Now Mm -hmm. you can imagine this, the more consistent you are with your visibility, the more you're able to grow a following, the more you're able to grow um, your visibility and your impact and all of those things. But if starting out is all you can do is two to three times a week or once a week, then start with what you're able to do and grow from there. Those are the three things that I would tell you right off the bat to do. Ooh, love it. Very practical. Thank you. We like Um, to keep it practical. Yes. I love a good, a good strategy for sure. (laughs) So um, to kind of go off of what you just mentioned a little bit about the haters and the, the negative comments, yeah. <laughs> and this is something, you know, I know that you had plenty of experience in the last few weeks. Yes. Um, this idea of, you know, we, we, we said it at the beginning, the two-sided coin of visibility and showing up on social media, showing up in public, sharing your message boldly, unapologetically. Um, I want you to talk a little bit about, you know, what, what, what should people be paying attention to what should be what what should they be aware of when it comes to sharing their message and really pushing in on their visibility what's the negative the dark side yeah. i guess and how to navigate it maybe like how to have a backup plan mm-hmm. i guess so one of the things that i think right off the bat that you need to focus on is being your authentic self will be offensive to people mhm I, I, I mean, we live, live in an age where it's it's pretty much very, you cannot throw a stone, be, you know, without offending somebody. Correct. Probably. I mean, just mm. your existence can be offensive to people. Yeah. I just yeah. want to just lay there for a second. Just stay right there for a second. Your presence can be offensive to people. And here's what I've learned about this, about your offense, about your presence being offensive to people. Sometimes your presence is offensive to people because you just prove to them what can be done. And they've been telling themselves it can't be done. Mm -hmm. So you just took away the excuse of, no, I can show up and do that. And she has three kids too. And she's not using her kids as an excuse. So you just took Mm -hmm. away their excuse. So that's offensive to some people. It can be offensive to people you showing up consistently with your authentic message is because they want to do what you're doing. And you just proved again that it can be done. And Mm -hmm. three, people don't like change. So when you start to come into yourself, when you unbecome in order to become, that can be offensive to people. So you Mm -hmm. have to be okay with your presence offending people. 
Mm-hmm. Gotta be yeah, okay we, we, we like to put people in a box and when right. people start climbing out of the box, <laughs> yes, we don't know how to deal with it. And so I guess sometimes in our, in being fearful or scared or of the unknown, we mm-hmm. sometimes become hateful. Yeah, exactly. And then yeah. the second part in safeguarding this social media space, we have to understand that we don't own any of this. Social media is like renting. We are renting this space that belongs to the Mark Zuckerbergs of the world and Elon Musk, right? Mm -hmm. We are, they're the landlords and we're the tenant. So that means that as we're growing our community and people have an opportunity to be offended by our visibility and try to do things that to silence us, honestly, to silence Mm -hmm. us, we have to make sure that we have a space in our visibility plan where we can take people that we can still connect to our community, your Mm -hmm. email list, a text community, whatever that your website, whatever that may look like, because I'm just renting this space. I don't really own it. And so Mm -hmm. I have to take people to what I own in case my visibility is threatened. Mm. Because your visibility can be threatened. Oh, yes. Yes. And I and and I agree. You know, social media is a rented platform and can be taken um, as you experienced not long ago <laughs> on TikTok. <laughs> Goodness gracious. That was a and you haven't and, and what's what's scary about it, you cannot even defend yourself because tell us just a little bit, a snippet of the story. Sure. So I decided to go live on TikTok. And in order to go live on TikTok, you have to reach a thousand followers. So I had reached that that threshold and above. And so I dedicated the month of March to go live for the entire month and uh, just to learn some things about the platform and then come back and teach my community. Mm-hmm. And I was doing a live video talking about the power of a decision and really talking to women about making a decision concerning their visibility. And mm-hmm. there was a young lady who was watching, asking a question about being an introvert and how can you show up as an introvert with your visibility? At the same time, um, my live video had a lot of trolls, mm-hmm. guys, surprisingly, who were saying really negative, misogynist, racist things in the comments. It was disgusting. And one of them, uh, requested to go live on my video. And I have a rule, uh, Chila, that if I am live at eight o'clock at night, very late, no guy is coming on my live video unless I know you. It's just mm-hmm. not happening because we know how that can be. That could be like a disaster and a nightmare. Oh yeah. And so I ignored him and I knew immediately when I hit decline, I knew there was going to be reper- repercussions. I knew it immediately. Mm-hmm. And as I was answering this lady's question, my live video just stopped. And I got um, a notification from TikTok saying your um, video has been flagged for hateful behavior. And within 24 to 48 hours, I found out from TikTok that um, my live capabilities, my abilities to go live were suspended for at least two weeks. They said indefinitely. I discovered it was about two weeks. Mm. And it was a reminder to me of what I said here, that we don't own these platforms, right? And that we have to make sure that when there are threats against our visibility, we have ways to move people to other opportunities. Yes. Yeah. Oh, I, I mean, and then the scary part is because I was kind of following along and watching your yes. videos and watch your YouTube video. And the fact that you couldn't even reach anybody or you no. couldn't really make your case yeah. at all. And, and that's the other thing I found out. A lot of these platforms are run by bots and not humans. So 
they taken they're taking the word of somebody else or you put a word in that was really just in jest and it could be offensive. So it's all of these things mm. that are being automated and it goes back to again what is it that I can do to make sure that I can still connect to my people and what does that look like? Yes. Yeah, absolutely. Mm-hmm. Well, I could talk to you forever, probably because to me also just the power of visibility. I mean, someone who has been speaking on stage for over 20 years and singing, I know the power of the stage and I know the power of being visible in front of audiences. I so I definitely could take up um, a lot of your time. But as we wrap up, are there any like final thoughts or or anything that you're like, I really want women watching this or listening to this to walk away with? I want and then I have to, I, I do have a couple more questions after that. <laughs> awesome. I want you to understand that you playing small, you dimming your big light does not serve anyone. Mm-hmm. It really doesn't. Um, you're called to be a city set on the hill that can be hidden. Yeah. And people come to a city because of its bright lights and its yeah. sound. So Love I want to encourage you as you are becoming a woman that you know, commands the stage that you take that thought of I'm a city and I'm going to shine my big light and I'm going to release my sound because there are people who are attracted to my light and Mm. my sound. Love it. Mic drop right there. We (laughs) could wrap it up right here. (laughs) I can always count on Rashonda to bring the fire. Thank you you so much. I think that so many of us need to hear that and be reminded of it because many times we know it. I think it's just more than anything is being reminded of it. For sure. So um, as we finish up, I always kind of have questions for people that I interview. First of all, where do you either in the online space or the business space or your industry, where do you feel like you zig where everyone else zags or kind of like go against the grain? Oh, yeah. I love this question. <laughs> I I think the best sound that we have is our own. And mm. so we're in a space where there's trending sounds, trending music. And I may use those every now and then, but I don't rely on those to grow my brand. I don't rely on those mm-hmm. to grow what I'm doing, because at the end of the day, people want to hear from you. They want to hear your thought leadership. They want to hear your expertise. And so while everybody else is relying on those to grow their brand, and they may be growing it, right? I don't use that as my number one plan. I think the Mm -hmm. best sound, the best information is what I have to give to others. Yes. And I'm I'm so glad you said that because I think so many people are held back from doing reels, for example, on Instagram, because they're like, I'm never going to point. I'm never going to dance, you know? Right. And the thing is, you don't have to, you can still do reels and not do that if that's not your style or it's really not something that you want to lean into. Correct. But I think sometimes people feel like they don't have the option or, you know, I have to go with everybody else. And I think what I have learned as an entrepreneur leaving my TV job to become a full-time entrepreneur is go upstream, Mm. go upstream because that's what makes you stand out as a thought leader, a leader. And that's what makes you stand out as a pioneer. You know, I, I, I love that question because it makes me think about when I started this journey of live video, people laughed at me 
Mm-hmm. People on my TV job talked about me, made fun of me. They talked about this is a fad. What is she doing? And uh, let me tell you something about sticking with God's plan and giving yourself a yes when everything around you is saying no and people are calling you foolish. They came a time that some of those same people who talked about me, there was a thing called a pandemic and they had to learn how to do live stream hmm. because I stuck with the plan in the face of, quote, looking foolish. Those people had to come and ask me, how do I do it or go buy my book? There you go. <laughs> Love it. Exactly. Exactly. And as a side note, I read an article yesterday or was it this morning that actually um, the president, I don't know his name of uh, Instagram announced that they are putting more emphasis on original, original content. content. Yes. yes. I was so excited. So it's like this. <laughs> Here's your time. Exactly. <laughs> and making reels like your original content, not, you know, using trending sounds and stuff like that. So exactly. I was very excited about that. Mm-hmm. I'm looking forward to that too. <laughs> okay. Next question. Obviously, um, you know, the podcast is called She Commands the Stage. I am a speaking coach. I have to ask this question, but how have you found speaking, whether that's a live video, a podcast on a physical stage to impact your business and your, and your impact? I have found it to be so beneficial and I giggle at myself because when I first started in this space, I didn't like my voice. I didn't like how I looked on camera. And so I had to develop some camera confidence. Yeah. The Mm -hmm. lady who worked in TV didn't like being in front of the camera. And so I had to develop some things. And Mm -hmm. what I've learned, especially from live video, doing that consistently, that is a way of taking a stage. It's a virtual stage before we ever knew about virtual stages. Mm -hmm. It was the first virtual stage. And because I've learned how to command that stage, it's opened up doors for me to speak internationally in Paris, France. It's opened up a door for me to write an Amazon bestseller. I've been on several shows, Tamron Hall, CBS The Talk, uh, The Today Show twice, all virtually. And every one of those opportunities, people have said, you have the best live stream setup because I practiced it before I ever got there. And so Mm -hmm. it's opened up opportunities for me now to do voiceover work and commercials. So I often tell people that television news trained me, but live video made me. And that's how I've learned how to command the stage. Mm -hmm. Oh, powerful. Yes. Love it. (laughs) It's funny, you know, because um, I I feel like I always have to explain myself when I talk about stages where we no longer, it's not no longer the old stage, you know, where it's like when we talked about stage, it's like a physical stage in a physical space, Mm -hmm. but a stage is really anything that involves your audio and visual, like where people can hear your voice and see you and connect with you as the Mm. person. So love that. Okay. Final question. Um, Have you read a book that you really enjoyed and would recommend recently? That could be an audio book or maybe a podcast that you love listening to? There's so many books. I am a book. (laughs) I have, I have a a long list on Amazon of all the books that I still haven't ordered because yes, there's, there's orders coming here every day. Seriously. I am. If you, (laughs) if I could turn my camera around, I have a big bookshelf and I'm surrounded by books. I am just reading books all the time, but I will say the book that um, has really impacted me recently. It's two. Uh, Born for Significance 
And then the other one is um, the emotional healthy woman. And I found, and it talks about the eight things as a woman you need to quit. People pleasing, being perfect, being perfect. And I found that to be so powerful in my own life because visibility is power, but it starts off as an inside job. And doing this inner work so that way I could show up better for my community, for my family, for my clients has been so pivotal, pivotal that I have now been able to teach that to my mm-hmm. clients and saying, hey, we got to do some of this inner work so you can be consistent in how you show up. So those are the two books that have been just amazing. Awesome. Yeah, I'll definitely link to those. I have not heard of any of those books, so I'm definitely going to check them out. One for and- Significance is amazing. And uh, the Emotional Healthy Woman is just like, wow. Yeah. I mean, I feel like, you know, we always have to have that inner work going on. I mean, it's not, it's nonstop. It never ends. Anytime you get to the next level, you're still gonna need to work yes. on your next level. <laughs> so Correct. it never ends. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. So where can people connect with you? And I wasn't planning on doing this, but if you're okay with it, I'm going to gift one of your books to whoever takes a screenshot or either of the podcasts or of the YouTube video and tags both of us. I would, I'll, I'll just order it through Amazon and send it directly to them. Oh, that's because awesome. I just think that your message is so needed. And I think so many women would really, really benefit. I know that I, I just find tremendous value. Anytime I watch you, anytime I, I learn from you, it's just, it's exactly what I need to hear. <laughs> well, so. thank you so much. I'm so honored and it was so great to be here on this podcast with you. And thank you so much for gifting this message of visibility is power. It's um, something that's near and dear to my heart. And I have this goal, this this audacious goal that I want to set as many women free as possible to free their voice. So um, come check me out on YouTube. Visibility is Power TV on Mm -hmm. YouTube. We have really great content that talks about building camera confidence, imposter syndrome, live streaming tips, and, and really just taking what I've learned in my life and sharing it with you. And of course, you can follow me all across social media at The Rose Show Live. That's no W. Love it. Yes. And I'll link to all of those in the show notes. Rashonda, thank you so much for being here. I had so much fun. I always love hanging out with you. And thank you for just sharing your heart. I really appreciate all that you do. Same here. And this was a pleasure. Thank you. Oh.